This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for businesswomen to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Ramel Peters from Ramel Peters Coaching. Ramel, thank you so much for being involved in the book and the podcast. Please tell us about your business. Well, first of all, I have to say thank you very much for um, including me in this amazing book. Um, But yes, I am Ramel. I am an intuitive transformational coach and what I do is I help individuals harness their intuition to answer their own questions, to progress on their personal journey, whether it's in life or their business. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That hits you so deep in your soul. I love it. (laughs) What did it take? I was reading your chapter and it was just mind blowing the way that you describe things. It was really felt like I was going along with you. But what did it take you to realize that your children didn't know the real you? Yeah, so the only way I can kind of explain it is I was living on repeat. Every day was exactly the same. I would get up, I would meet the basic needs of my family as in feed. I had two children under two. So my thing was they need to be fed, they need to be watered, they need to be changed. And I was just meeting their basic needs and nothing else. I was just running on autopilot. And there was one morning where giving them breakfast and I was just, I just remember sitting in the sofa with my hand in my head and I was trying not to cry because my children are there, but tears were just running down my face. And my almost two-year-old literally climbed up on my lap and just held my face and wiped my tears away. Mm. And was like, mommy, are you okay? And I was like, oh my God, my two-year-old should not be doing this for me. You literally see me miserable every single day. This is not your mother. It needs to change. This is not the woman she used to be. I used to be happy, believe it or not. But I realized that my children had never actually seen me in my happy state. I was always sad for some reason. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's incredible. When it's literally out of the mouth of babes, isn't it? When we get these lessons. And so you then decided to remove yourself and your children from anything that wasn't contributing to your happiness. In practical terms, what did that actually look like? Yeah, that was a very hard one. It wasn't as easy as it sounds. And even up to today, it's still something that I really do work on. But for me, a lot of there was a lot of external factors that were draining me. Mm. um, And those were the reasons why I wasn't able to be present for my children. It was the reasons why I wasn't able to be myself and be the happy mummy and be as active and get involved in activities. So anything that drained me and had no place in our life sounds very harsh it was just like a straight cut off block and delete (laughs) you have to go there's no space for you here and I say it so off the whim but it was really hard because everyone knows that your routine and what you're comfortable with and all you know is what you know and 
it's that uncomfortability afterwards that you just don't like but it it had to be really harsh for me um but unfortunately there are some people in some situations where you aren't able to just sever ties Mm. and in those situations I had to just limit my time for my own sanity so even if it meant being around certain friends or certain families that I knew okay like I can only tolerate so much before it gets uncomfortable for me it was like I would literally time myself Mm. okay we're going to spend two hours here (laughs) and then we need to go um Mm. and that is something I have kept up up until this day even if people want to come and visit me it's like make sure you come at one o'clock because by five o'clock you're not going to be in my house no more you've got to go (laughs) your kids must have seen a massive difference in you complete transformation and not only just in me it's changed them as well because they've now seen me happy and seen me comfortable I didn't realize that me being unhappy had them on edge Mm. sometimes I would pay attention to them it's like they're always looking at me in the corner of their eye thinking oh is mommy sad today is mommy gonna start crying again Mm. and it was heartbreaking whereas now they just know that we are in a happy healthy safe environment and even though they're still young they're only four and six now um but I always tell them if something doesn't make you happy or you don't you know let me know I want to make sure that we are all comfortable <laughs> and we are in in our environment because that's the only way we can really thrive how can we thrive if, um, if I said that to any child they would say well broccoli doesn't make me happy <laughs> <laughs> I've had that one as well it's like I've had it with apples and bananas it's like mommy that doesn't need to be (laughs) it doesn't bring me joy it can go (laughs) exactly but that's what I had to do and also another thing is when it came to joint responsibilities I was always the one that would take on the full responsibility even though someone else should be helping and someone else should be contributing and I just got to the point where I was like no it's your turn now you need to start pulling your weight um but I think part of that was down to I that whole can I really rely on certain people Mm. I like to know what's going on to every detail um I like things to run smoothly and be organized and it was that fear of oh my god if I put this in the hands of someone Mm. else are they just going to completely mess it up but that was draining me and sometimes in order for people to other people to learn you have to give them the opportunity to yeah. take the responsibility on. Um, so yeah, that was another major part. I just had to hand over the things that it, it wasn't my, all my weight to carry. How take did you find yourself in the end? So it, as I described in the chapter, it took a lot of spending time with myself. Mm-hmm. It literally started with five minutes every evening. I would just meditate. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I say spent time in peace. Mm-hmm. And I had to really take myself back to a time where I was happy. I had to remind myself, Ramel, when was you happy? What were your dreams and aspirations when you was in that state? Where did you want to be? Because right now this isn't the place. So I had to just literally go back and remind myself who I was. (laughs) And also remember all the achievements I had. Yeah. I had achieved from them because when you're in a place of, I don't know, sorrow and, depression you don't actually acknowledge the blessings around you and the the little the little wins yeah so I went back and I was like oh my god you've done these little wins okay we're starting to discover those things that you loved again and that's how it all started it was like it all came 
it literally just all started to come together. Um, That's so brilliant, though, to put that, <clears throat> sorry, in the way, in, in the, for other people to think about is that when you spend that five minutes and you think about how you feel in those happy moments, then your body responds. And when we think about how we feel in those bad moments, your body responds. So it is literally sometimes being able to change your state of being able to think, right, well, how was I when I was at my happiest? Oh, this is how it feels. And then and then allow that to to change how you feel in that moment. Yeah. And and it's a trained response. And it's one of those things that you have to unlearn so that you can relearn something else. Most definitely. And one other, uh, another thing that really helped is I had to go through therapy. I had to go through trauma therapy. I had to, it wasn't just about, okay, this has happened and let's move on. Things just kept coming up. I kept getting triggers and it would take me back to the place that I didn't want to be. And it was like, okay, we need to really unpick this from the root so that it doesn't affect you so much. So I had to go through trauma therapy, which was absolutely amazing because it didn't just allow me to unpick what was already there that I needed to let go of but Mm. now if I'm faced with a challenge I just see it completely differently I can manage it completely differently um so yeah it's literally just changed everything because before Mm. it felt like I was living it I'm sure a lot of people can relate Mm. you're living an out-of-body experience it's like someone else is in control of you and there's like a voice inside screaming like no why are you doing that don't do that (laughs) yep (laughs) So yeah, just spending that time with myself, going through therapy and letting go of everything that just didn't, it didn't serve me. It didn't serve my children. It didn't serve my priorities in a healthy way. So that is what allowed me to reconnect to my intuition and harness it to then take the next steps. If there was one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Oh, I've got two, if you don't mind. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) The first one. Do not expect any support, acknowledgement or understanding from the people that are closest to you Mm -hmm. because you will be duly disappointed (laughs) and it won't be all, but there will be some that just do not understand. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things I wish I'd done was find a network beforehand, find a network of people who can guide, who can advise and give you advice or knowledge um, and not just someone else's opinion of oh that don't sound good so yeah. don't do that I don't know why yeah. you're doing that so yeah that's definitely um one of the first lessons I would say oh no sorry that was my two so yeah don't expect anything and find your network of people yes. beforehand yeah absolutely and I the, I love that you said that first with about the people around you because when we start our journeys you don't realize where those negative things because you think they're family and friends they'll understand you can't understand until you're in your own business what it's actually like. So, yes, absolutely find your tribe. That's brilliant, Romel. I love it. <laughs> what you. is your favorite piece of business software? Oh, so I like to call myself an intimate local business. So I'm not a massive business. I'm a very small business. Mm-hmm. And I use a software called Square, which some people may have heard of, but it's literally everything in an iPad so it has a booking system if you want to have sales if there's products you're selling it's all in one system and it gives you the opportunity to expand and grow if you if you if that's what you want to do so if you wanted to open up a franchise or multiple chains or something external you can set it all up 
on this one system and manage it all from this one place. It is amazing. Right. And it also has the zero accountancy um, software that's integratable as well because me and numbers don't work. So zero mm. is... <laughs> is a is a godsend for me yes yeah. <laughs> that is amazing um thank you so much for writing your chapter and for being so frank and vulnerable and everything you've put out I really appreciate it because there are people that are going to read it and really relate to how you have expressed yourself and your journey so thank you so much no thank once again thank you again for the opportunity and yeah this will really help people um kind of pick themselves up before they hit rock bottom because yeah. I think a lot of us have had to hit rock bottom before picking ourselves back up so I really help hope that this helps somebody before they hit their rock bottom thank you love (laughs) thank you thank you for listening if you like what you've heard please leave a review and come back for more inspiration if you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up come and join the shine on you crazy daisy membership offering online networking co-working collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.